Hello and welcome to the Grow Up Podcast. My name is Kennedy Garfield and I am a 20-year-old dreamer who is obsessed with leveling up their life. If you are looking to build your confidence, navigate career moves, or find balance in your relationships, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to allow inspiration and knowledge to easily seep into that beautiful brain of yours. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of growing a little stronger. Leave it to me to provide relatable advice, share personal stories, and interview badass women who are killing it in their own unique way. I know you're about to have such a great time with me, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's grow up together. Hello, my lovely ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first episode of the Grow Up Podcast. Today's special guest is Alyssa Monica a woman that I look up to dearly. She is a salon owner and hair extension specialist and the blueprint for holistic health and low-tox living. She is launching her new business, White Olive Collective, on February 28th. Please go follow her as White Olive is the go-to hub for low-tox and holistic products that help you live a cleaner lifestyle and steer away from the toxic chemicals. If you don't love her already, tune into this episode where we discuss self-love and authentic living. That being said, let's hop right into it. Just question number one, like what is your definition of self-love and how do you give that to yourself? Okay, so my definition of self-love, I would have to say, would probably, I mean, self-explanatory, right? Giving yourself love. I would say the kind of love that I gave to the boyfriends I had in high school is probably the love I deserve myself because I was always chasing and giving them everything I had. And probably even to this day, Kennedy, I haven't even given myself that attention. So I would say just like attentive, giving grace, which I'm getting better at now. Um, What self-love looks like for me, first and foremost, is health. Like, I feel like, yes, going for that cupcake or that cookie when I'm craving sugar, especially about the time of the month, things like that, like is a nice way to like give yourself self-love. But all in all, like, I like to treat my body right. So my self-love is like waking up on time, getting my things done, like, in incorporating relaxation time, which I haven't even incorporated until year 2022. So I've <clears throat> multi-business owner, right? At 20, I just turned 24, so 24 years old. And this is the first year that I can say there was couch days of watching TV shows. And I think that that balance actually propelled me further in my life versus always filling my time with something that maybe was to escape actually doing self-love, right? Like pouring myself into my business was a little bit of like, now I don't have to focus on me because I'm focusing on something else. So I think it's just get like being attentive. That's like my number one thing to yourself, knowing how you feel, why you feel it and like being okay with it and like going, you know, going through the motions, I guess. Yes, 100%. Whoa, do you know how powerful that was that you just said? Like, I feel like that was my brain. Like, literally, that's like what I'm trying to portray as well. Is like, I agree 100%. And I think it's so, I want to ask you a little uh, follow up question with that. But like, that is everything that I have been looking for 100%. I've been the same way of like, give, give, give. And then it's like, oh, how do I give that to myself in a way? Right. Amazing. Um, I want to ask you like, with that relaxation, maybe what was a switch of you needed that? Or how did you tell me a little bit more in depth with like the relaxation? Yeah, so like, so I had a lot of loss this year in my personal life, like uh, deaths of like my animals and family members and relationships, which are very, very hard. And so I think I'm not going to lie. I think the rela- relaxation started 
from like bursts or little bouts of depressive episodes. Um, not diagnosed, never went to a doctor, but I'm going to use that word because it was deeper than sadness in my opinion. And I think that when I reached that point in my life, I realized, okay, something's not going to work here. Like the, the masking it with work, covering it up with being driven or goal oriented, isn't going to work this time. I need to actually give myself time, give myself grace. And it kind of helped happen by force. It happened days where I didn't want to get out of bed. And so I just didn't, and I didn't let it be a habit. That was also self-love knowing when to cut it off. Right. Um, but it, it happened by force because I didn't allow myself to feel what I needed to feel in that time. So I think, this year was a huge learning curve for me. Um, I could have gone without it. I got to be honest. I wish I didn't have to go through the stuff I went through this year, but I think that it now has given me the balance that I needed and it helped uh, birth my business that I'm starting now, which is basically people focusing on their health and everything behind that. So yeah. I think it started not in the best way. I guess if you don't mind, I'd love to give a piece of advice where like, don't yeah. let yourself get to that point, right? Like don't let yourself get to the point where you are out of control and the negative emotions are taking over your body. And that's why it's happening. I would incorporate the relaxation or incorporate whatever it is that self-love that's not go, go, go before you reach a point where you feel like you can't do it. So if I could go back, that's what I would do, but I've learned it now. So here we are. I wish I would have known that sooner because I feel I feel like um, that was something I definitely learned, especially recently as well. So um, I also like want to say congrats, like that you have <laughs> come this far. If anyone hasn't told you yet, <laughs> you are incredible and very powerful to come from all of that to get to a point where it wasn't maybe like, Hey, Oh, I'm going to be sad and crash. Maybe it was that right. in certain times, but you, like you said, you found that balance. You found right. that yeah, I can't keep this habit going, but I need it in my life. Right. Um, and I feel like that's really hard to navigate. <clears throat> like it's so hard to know when to give yourself grace versus like, kind of like a tough love of, I don't want this to be a habit. So right. amazing. That was awesome. You, <laughs> you knocked that out of the park. Oh, that thank was so you. I was like, I was talking, um, with my friend earlier and I was like I don't know if I should go on this call because I don't know if it's going to be sunshines and rainbows and then here we are and I'm glad that you like what I'm saying no and I don't think it is ever going to be like that like that's exactly I mean I've chosen like more women to interview but like that's why I want to do it because like even personally for me I needed to hear that from you because mm -hmm. that's exactly what I'm going through and I know so many other women are going through the same thing and they right. just have no idea they have no right. idea and it's like shoved down your throat of like <laughs> oh you're not alone you're not alone it's like okay but where are these people like where right. are people speaking up about it if I'm not alone then where is it so Right. Um, yeah. No, like no worries. It doesn't ever have to be sunshine and rainbows. Like I'm cool. talk about the crazy stuff. So <laughs> next question, girl. Um, how do you show up as your authentic self? So I would say in this question, like I'm going to say showing up as first and foremost for me, social media, because that's where a lot of my business lies. Um, I would say I'm honestly more authentic when it comes to my online self than I am with my like family, like at uh, holiday events um, or also like in my own home with like my best friend, a boyfriend, like things like that, because nobody's watching. Right. But when it comes to showing up authentically, I think for the public, um, that's where I really don't care what people think. So there was a time in my life where I wore a certain hairstyle 
I did it based on my heritage and my beliefs and all these things. And I got a lot of backlash on Instagram and I knew that I was doing it to support um, and like love on a certain culture. And I was getting painted as a person who was doing it for the opposite reason. And that's when I realized that people are going to think whatever the heck they want about you, regardless of what it actually is. So the cliche of like, you know who you are and it doesn't matter. I've learned that more and more as I've grown up. I think just recently, again, like turning 24, like I, I hate the number 23. So I'm so happy to be in this new age, which is why <laughs> I said it twice. But um, I just feel like a woman now. And I feel like I don't really give two craps about what somebody else feels that I do. You know, obviously if I hurt somebody, if it's an action that I've done, I would like to open up that conversation and be me. But when it comes to being authentic, I just like, what is the point of being fake? What really, what is the point? You know, um, the, the only thing that lacks authenticity, I think that I bring to the table is sometimes I like using filters so that I feel good. <laughs> I'll do that. But like, other than that, like I really try to keep positive in my world. So maybe I don't show absolutely everything, but it's not bringing any, it's not, it's not, not revealing who I am, you know? Um, so I would say advice to people who are struggling with that is like, you have to figure out who you are. You know, maybe four years ago, three years ago, around 21 years old, I thought I knew who I was and I definitely didn't. Um, and now I know for a fact that I'm not even who I want to be yet. And I understand I'm on the journey. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know exactly who I am. So that means nobody else can know who I am either. Because if I don't even know, how the heck are you supposed to put a label on me? You yeah. know, so I just think authentic is like, again, it kind of goes hand in hand with self-love. Like you got to kind of give yourself grace and like wiggle throughout it, you know? Yep, exactly. Um, and I think that's so funny too, is like, I'm glad you say that because it makes me excited for like years to come. Um, yeah. I've never, I used to, it used to be very daunting to me, like growing up, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm running out of time. And I was like, okay, like calm down. Like you truly have to love the journey of finding yourself because you'll be doing that technically for the rest of your life. Like right. you're always growing or always learning. Like, uh, it's become less about the destination for me and more of like, okay, like what am I doing like now that right. is helping me become amazing. So awesome. Loved it. Girl, you're you got wise words. You should <laughs> write a book. One hundred percent. Okay, I'm excited about this question because this is like my fave question out of the whole time, out of the whole thing. Like this is like one I'm left to pinpoint. So, what is it like being a woman in the business slash entrepreneur world? World. Okay, so I would say. So I have a I have different leverage. So I'm opening a business right now, uh, white olive, right? Like a low tax uh, online hub, Amazon of healthy products, right? So that I feel like is still kind of a woman run area. Um, and then my other business is I'm a salon owner. I also had a hair education company. I would say majority, not all, were. Um, are women in that industry as well. So I feel like I have leverage because I am already in women-based industries. However, I will say there was one time that I was my own general contractor on the second salon I built out. And this is dealing with all men. And it doesn't have to be genders, right? It doesn't have to be men against women. That's not really what it is. But 
I was dealing with people who weren't used to me being in that situation. And so I will say I felt the need to have to look a certain way or talk a certain way to be taken seriously. I remember being like, let me study the terminology and let me wear heels and a blazer. So when I meet with these people, they know I mean business, you know, whereas now I'll show up to my place of work in however, whatever I feel good in. If that's a crop top with jeans and you can see my entire leg because of the holes, I'm going to do it. Um, but I will say, I think, um, I think honestly, it was more so the age that was an issue than gender. Like it was for me, it was more so just being young. Maybe a woman had to, had to do with it or had to not, but I studied the study, the stuff I knew how to talk the talk and walk the walk in the business world. So I think, uh, doing the work that you don't think you have to do to get to where you want to be, like researching the stuff that you don't really feel like researching and like learning that stuff. Um, I think helped because I felt going into it, like I didn't have that prior knowledge. Like it was never conversations I had with my father who owns his own business. It wasn't something that I had. So I just felt like you have to kind of put on your thinking cap and you got to do the work to like make it. But I think that could be anybody, especially younger women, you know, do the work. (laughs) Literally though. So true. Um, and there's, I don't know, I, I've always thought too, like there's power in being a woman in business in that entrepreneurial world. Like um, men and women are very different. And I just think like we have different things that coincide that work together. And I think it's very vital to have both of those <laughs> within the business world. Um, but I'm just like such an advocate of like being a woman and there is power and being a nurturer, having mm-hmm. a strong intuition and using that um, within business, um, that can sometimes maybe like go a little bit, um, under the rug. So I'm glad that you totally, and I get the whole young thing, like any place that I have worked, honestly, like I've been the youngest, um, and it can, it can be super hard. And a lot of it for me too, was like, oh, I'm living, I'm living with so many false beliefs. It's hard to, I need to be small and quiet just for a second because the older kids need to talk because that's always how it is. Like, your cousin would be like, Oh, I get passenger seat because I'm the oldest. Like we're all conditioned that like senior, like the seniority rules and stuff like that. It's just interesting. That dynamic has grown, but cool. They said that. Yeah. Amazing. Next question, girl. Um, tell me about a time when you truly felt seen as a woman. So I think I felt the most seen um, being a dreamer. So I went to a, a hair retreat actually in Zion national park in Utah. So when I visited you guys, that was the fourth time of being there. And I was like, I love Utah. But anyway, (laughs) I was there and I got an award because I was so young. I was 18 years, 18 years old at the time I was opening my salon. I was in the middle of construction. I went and I spent thousands of dollars on this retreat to not only learn business, but learn cutting, learn coloring techniques. Mm -hmm. Also like mental stuff like yoga and meditation, all these things. And this um, speaker was up and he was talking about, you know, what are your dreams? What do you want to do? Say them out loud, no matter how crazy you think they are. Nobody would raise their hand or they would raise their hand. and They would say something, in my opinion, not even to judge them, a little bit small. Like they were saying things that they thought the crowd wanted to hear. And I honestly, Kennedy, I cannot remember what I said. It wasn't, oh, I'm 18. I'm opening a salon. It wasn't that. I think it was something that I wanted in a whole. And he said, you right there. That's what I wanted to hear. And I was like, and I think I I remember him saying that to me and then feeling the shock of everybody looking at me, which is why I can't remember exactly what sentence I had wow. shared. Yeah. But I remember feeling seen because I was like, again, 
this all goes back, self-love, being aware, being authentic, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really care what people thought. I was like, I'm just going to stand up. I'm never going to see these people again. Who cares? And I said it. And then he was like, that's what we're looking for. And I was like, okay. And so I think doing that six years ago, wow, it was crazy. Doing that six years ago made me realize like, you just have to be you and you have to continue. Um, I think again, I felt seen when I was doing the general contracting for the build out of that salon, because everybody had to look to me. I was their boss. Technically. I think I, I think I feel seen as a woman in the business world, even when people say things to me that are the opposite intent. For instance, if I wanted to invest in my business or invest in myself and I got negative comments or negative backlash, I still feel seen because I know if that person isn't where I want to be, that I'm on the right track if they think this is wrong. So I think every little thing I do feel seen, like it's a stepping stone of like you're going in the right position or you're not, or these people are your people or they're not. So I think it just depends on like, different scenarios, but there wasn't just one time. Um, I also want to point out, I think that question stems from uh, when have you felt seen? When I read that question and you sent it over to me via email, I was like, I feel like you're implying that I haven't been seen, not in a bad way. Like you're just implying like maybe women in business haven't been seen. And I just felt like for me, that wasn't the case. Like, because I was always the business owner, I never, I've maybe felt brushed off. Like maybe people didn't think I was going to be successful, but I never felt not heard or not seen because even in hair school, people were chanting my name. They were bullies. Like they were making fun of me for putting all this work, like this work and effort into my business, but they were still calling my name. And so I understood at a very young age, like even bad publicity or bad, whatever is uh, good. You know what I mean? Like any, anybody sharing your stuff is good. So I definitely have felt seen probably more than the average woman starting their business journey and starting their entrepreneurship. So I just wanted to make that note too. Yeah. Cause totally, I will be 100% transparent. Like on the, I wrote that question from a intent of like only seeing positive, but like right. for you, which I love that you brought up as like, maybe it was still like a, you were seen maybe more in a negative light that they thought, but it wasn't for right. you just because you have a different right. perspective of like, Hey, any publicity, I, Hey, I'm being seen. Like right. that's, that was like huge in my part. Yeah. Like I, it's a reword too, of like being seen is like, it's not like just one side. It's not black and white. Like there's definitely, right. um, a time yeah, for sure. Cause full, yeah, my that's entire awesome. The entire hair business I started uh, when I was in high school, like I would walk into a room. So my um, <clears throat> Instagram handle used to be Color Spectrum and my salon name to this day is Color Spectrum Salon. So when I was, be, what I would be, I went to a technical high school. So I was in high school yeah. and hair school same time. And so when I was walking around the hallways or entering the cafeteria, people would be like, yo, Color Spectrum. But like, it was embarrassing because it wasn't like they actually supported me. If anything, it was like, you're a teacher's pet because you made the Instagram and you're putting the posts out and you're doing the effort. And so a lot of it was like, I got my name out there and I built my business because people were making fun of me. But again, wow. I knew like, you're not where I want to be. You're not who I want to hang out with. So this must be, I'm doing good if it's bothering you, you know? So I think reading that question, I had to think like, I don't want to just be like, oh, I did this big thing. And so everybody noticed me. Like, I was like, well, I got to share with her, like how I felt, how that question made me feel and what it brought up in my mind, you know? Yeah, no. And I a hundred percent appreciate that. Like <clears throat> proving yourself as showing up as authentically you, um, because I never thought of that. Um, yeah. and it makes me I'll ask for your advice on maybe revising some of the questions because I mean, I just want to make it better, but, um, interesting. I love that. Yeah, that was great. That was cool. 
I like that too. Um, okay. Last question. How do you express your power as a woman? Okay. So this, um, how do I express my power as a woman? I think it's different now than it used to be when I was starting business. Do you mind me asking Kennedy how old you are? I am 20. 20. Okay. So when I was like, I want to say like 18 to probably 22. So it was a good four years, like college years. I didn't go to college, but like, that's when it would be right. Yeah. About those ages. I was very much like women can do it all, which they can. And I was very much preaching all of these things. And I was like, um, I don't know. Like, I just very much was like, I'm a powerhouse. I can do it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like I, that, I just want to make sure I was answering the question. Right. Um, and I was very much like fully focused on like being the most powerful, making the most money doing this. And now being 24, I'm kind of understanding and doing more research on like why women are here, like why we're on this earth. And like, I do feel called that to that nurturing side and like want to become a mother. So I'm still in the can do it all. But like, I love um, gender roles for certain reasons. I love like, I guess like different labels of like a household for certain reasons. And I would never want to give up and not have my own passion working for me or doing anything. Uh, if I ever became a mom or like had a family, I still want to do it all, but I'm okay now. Like I express my power now is like my power is that I understand what I need and who I need it from. Whereas before I used to be, I am powerful. And now I'm like, this is my strength, but this is my weakness. Can you help me? And I like that a lot better, to be honest. Like, I'm like, okay, well, if I want to be a mom, I might need somebody else in my life who can swing in financially, emotionally, physically, like, right, to help with all those things. Or if I want to do business, I might need somebody else to take care of different nurturing things for me so I can do this. Or maybe I need to have something in my life, whether it's a partner, family, village, business, whatever it is it needs to fit into my puzzle piece of a life because I know what I want. So I feel like my power used to be, I am mighty, I can do it all. And now it's like, I can do it all. And I'm going to choose not to because I have the support system to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like, I think it's just like recognizing what I want and what I'm preaching now. Like, I just think it's different. So I think my power is just knowing, which is also being authentic and also like awareness for self-love. I feel like all these are tied together and didn't even think that when I read them. And now I think that. <laughs> cool. No, that is such my jam because- I I still feel like this is me of like oh powerhouse like power 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 I just got to be a woman that does everything mm-hmm. um and I'm glad that you're saying like the transition of that because I feel like I'm kind of getting to that phase as well um but I don't know I just that's what kept me that's like power of like hey every woman can do it all I can do it all kept me surviving for like so long but yeah. I, then again I was always in survival mode which right. is like totally draining and like was not working by the like the end yeah. like it burnt me out in a way so because you're trying to do it all you're trying to be this woman of like let me prove let me prove let me prove and it's like prove to who <laughs> prove right. to who like you're right. only like doing yourself I felt that I felt that so that started for me like right out of high school. I felt that way. Right. Cause I was opening my business at 18 years old. I signed a lease at 17 to lock it in and had to resign it in 18 at 18 years old to be legal. Like I was doing things. Right. And so I will say though, one thing, this is more personal related and not business related that made me change was living on my own completely. I, I don't live with any other human. It's just me and my 
animals. So I got a bunch of dogs. If anybody's watching, like you can't break in here because I got a million dogs. But, um, but I'm just saying like, I realized I was always proving because when I lived with my family, like dinner was made, got to be honest with you. I owned a salon and I opened a salon. I did all these things, all these hard, big girl things. But then I went home, my mom still made me dinner. Right. And then I moved out with uh, my boyfriend at the time. And then it was the same thing. It was like, okay, well I own my salon and now I'm making dinner, but like, he's also doing 50% of all of our financials and he's also there to support me. And so I felt like I was always fighting. Like I have all these people helping me, but like I need the world or somebody to know I'm doing it on my own. It was very strange. And then now that I live alone, I own my salon alone. I'm opening up White Olive, the online shop alone. Not technically alone, right? Like I have a team, I have you, I have these people in my pocket, in my corner, whatever. Um, but being on my own personally made me realize, no, I want people in my life. No, I want help with that. No, I want the village because I'm not, I don't need to prove to anybody anymore. And quite frankly, I don't really care. People were like, yo, she doesn't do anything on her own. i be like, I don't care what you think because I know what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't bother me at all. Like if people want to have assumptions about how my business started, how it's going, where it's going to be, what my life is like, who I'm with, who I'm not with, like, I don't really care because you're not in my life. So whatever, you know? Amazing. That's awesome. So <laughs> I learned so much from you because I, I feel, I don't know. I just love the way you think. And that's how I want to think. Like when people like ask me questions or like, if there were any advice, like what you're saying is like how I want it to be portrayed too. Like you have very powerful words. I think that you have like come from such a place that is so cool. And that's like why I like want to do all this as well as like you just speaking about women. And I think it's just in such a true light that I'm just obsessed with. Well, you're amazing. And I appreciate your time 100%. Of course, um, thank you. I'll let you go with the rest of your night. And seriously, like this made my entire week. Like, Yay, I'm so happy. Like, that like helps me a lot. I want awesome. you to know, like, this is definitely something I'll remember for a long time. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to share with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the beautiful stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration and knowledge on my Instagram by following at Kennedy underscore Garfield. I love you so, so much and can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and grow up.